Hey, 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 happy Tuesday with Tamika. So many happy, so many happy. So let's just jump right in. Happy Women's Month. March is National Women's Month. So happy Women's Month, happy uh, month of March to all the women out there doing amazing things living your best life, truly being uh, the women that you have called to be. Happy birthday to the podcast. Tuesday with Tamika is officially one years old. Just to think, man, years ago, uh, this month, I actually stumbled on a um, old recording that I did um, in 2016, which was the first time that I kind of officially said happy Tuesday with Tamika and I was doing these videos every Tuesday and it's just amazing to see where I was then and where I've come from. Uh, as I watched that video, uh, tears begin to stream down my eyes because in that video, of course, I was uh, talking too loud and, and, and super excited and my passion was showing through and I was just doing the best I could with what I had. I shared the the video with my brother and I was I was laughing because I used to put different sheets and 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 um uh, blankets. I used to tack them up on my wall. <laughs> so I would change the background to make it look like I was in a different location every time. And um, I, I told my brother like how tacky it was. And he, you know, he encouraged me and he said, just like Moses, all he had was a staff and he used what he had. You used what you had and look at how God has blessed. So I just want a big shout out to my brother, Mike. He's amazing. He's a super supporter of the podcast. He actually does all the editing. Um, he doesn't, he loves to stay behind the scenes. He doesn't like the accolades, but I believe in giving honor where honor is due. So thank you, man, because this podcast would not be what it is without you, without your support. Big shout out to my sister P that was my co-host for the first beginning stages of the podcast. I'm so grateful for her love and her support. And shout out to all of you guys. Thank you to every single guest, every single guest that has graced the podcast. I am so grateful that you guys shared your story, that you opened up, that you were transparent. I am super just grateful. Um, those of you that were on the podcast last year, check your inboxes. There's going to be some amazing gifts that um, just for our birthday celebration that we wanted to send out to you. Um and today, so so here's a little, um, what do you call it? Uh, announcements for the podcast. So for the month of March, we're actually going to be doing um, episodes that we recorded last year that were uh, listener favorites. So episodes that had the highest viewership, we're going to be doing kind of a recap of those episodes in honor of our one-year-old birthday. But today's episode, today's episode is very, very special. I had the honor and the privilege of honoring, um, I'm sorry, of interviewing um, Ashley Green and her co-founder, as well as Rakita um, on Tea Time Tuesday with Crystal Carter. She's an amazing woman of God that hosts Two Time Tuesday every Tuesday, and she brings on guests. So we did a collaboration. Uh, God has been talking to me very heavy about collaborations and making sure that you're connected to the right people. So we did this collab um, where we actually did an interview. Um, all of the panelists were domestic violence survivors. So today's episode, you are going to get a peek in 
into that. It was a live video that we did via our social media, via our uh, Facebook pages. Um, but we are honoring Ashley Green with Rescue Her. Also, Crystal Carter with Tea Time Tuesday and in collaboration with Tuesday with Tamika. So before we hop into this episode, I do want to say if you or somebody you know is suffering the hands of domestic violence, please know that there's help. You could email us at TuesdayWithTamika at gmail.com and we can get some resources right over to you. You can also dial 1-800-799-SAFE. That's one 800 seven nine nine seven two three three that is a 24 hour seven days a week domestic violence hotline where they can help you and they can give you some resources i pray that this episode encourage you i pray that you celebrate the month of march with us all month long and that you share the podcast that you rate the podcast and that you continue to live a life to inspire and not impress you continue to lift as you climb you continue to turn your trials into treasures and you allow god to heal elevate and restore i love you guys with my all happy tuesday with tamika power in connection um so I, I am also a survivor of domestic violence, um, and I'm, I'm here to say silence no more, right? We're not going to talk about it. For me, it happened inside the church. Um, a lot of times, a lot of times with ministers, you know, they get covered. They get covered by the pastor. They get covered by the church, and it happened to me, and I'm not, I'm not uh, saving my story anymore. A lot of people have already heard me talk about my story. But I'm just here to really stand, uh, shed light on this thing that happens to far too many, and I'm gonna say it, men and women. Yeah. It happens yeah. to yeah. far yeah. too many, men and women. Yes. And that brings me to this, ladies. I didn't tell you how you're gonna be able to win. And you guys already know, I have to give you guys the mystery words to put in the comments. <laughs> and she was talking about men and women suffer abuse, and they do. So tonight, I want you to put in the comments, Carpool, don't beat me. <laughs> Please don't beat me. Okay? And if this Carpool out there beating somebody, that's what I, I it's going to be, uh, no, 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 no. Sophia. 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 <laughs> okay? Sophia, don't beat me. Because some of us women, we got happy hands too. I was one of them. Keep my man in the heat. Come on. Okay? That's the truth. Just to keep it 100. So, um, I wasn't all that bad. He's only one. <laughs> that's what they say. That's what they say. I knew eventually I had to be rescued. 
And I knew that I had to bring rescue those that are behind me as well. So rescue her, that's where I got the name from. Um, and I know a lot of times when I was coming out of my domestic violence, I didn't have, or I would say, I didn't want to go to a shelter with my kids. I didn't, you know, want to go somewhere where, you know, we didn't know anybody or nothing. So I came up with the idea of wanting to open a transitional home for survive, uh, domestic violence uh, survivor women. And I want to be able to implement everything that we didn't have. We didn't have, you know, somebody that would um, help us with clothing. You know, when you're leaving these situations, you leaving no clothes, like nothing. Um, we didn't have any help. We didn't have this. We didn't have the the um, the ones behind us helping us. So I want to be able to rescue a generation of women that um, that are ready to be free. That are ready to walk in their boldness and their purpose. Um, and just rock this domestic violence stuff, really. So that's what Rescue Her came about. Um, so just stay tuned. We're building right now, and it's going to be amazing. But just look out for Ashley and Rashonda to be coming to Rescue. Yes. And I, I just want to say really quickly, this is Ashley's first time publicly sharing Ever. her story. So you guys, give her some hearts in the comments. Go ahead and heart it up because... This is this is uh this is how we break generational curses. So many people talk about breaking generational curses and breaking cycles. It starts with us not being silent. It starts with us talking about it. So Ashley, I just really want to commend you Thank because you. I know that it's not easy, but it's you're not. doing it, and it's I'm not. so proud of you. And we are linking with her. We are holding hands, yes. and we are we got you. Thank we you. got you. We got you. And ladies, when you finally get to, in a place with a group of people or just somebody that you're confiding, it's good to share your story. Like everyone is probably not a good person to share with, but right. I trust that we all have safe communities yeah. that she can share because actually sharing your story is another step to your healing. Yes. 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 So this may be the final step to her healing. Yes. 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 So we pray for her, loving on her, like she said, putting comments in there and everything. We're appreciative for you to share your story thank tonight. You. Yes. yes, thank you. So LaShonda, I want you to okay, share your piece yes. and then share your story. Yes. Well, I'm LaShonda Hubbard, you guys. Hello, everyone. Um, so I'm LaShonda Hubbard. I'm a domestic violence survivor from ooh, at least 25 years plus that I can think of with kids and um, one grandchild. Um, I want to say um, I'm, I'm healed. I'm going through the healing process. And when Ashley called me over to ask me did I want to be, first off, I, I, I want to come in, Ashley, just being brave. Because I never even thought about, let me talk and, and share my story. Let me share my story. Because I always thought about being judged. Yeah, yeah. And that was the first thing I thought about. I'm like, oh, I'm going to be judged. But as I sat here today, I'm thinking, what a blessing. This yeah. is a wonderful thing. And so rescue her. We're just ready to take off. Just, you know, to heal, to bring that healing, kind of bring closure kind of bring that support where people, you know, young women, yeah, find yourself again, the strength. And so that's kind of where I am right now, just going through the motions, just really trying to be support for somebody else that don't have the avenue of support, you know, don't have this, you know, these podcasts and these groups and support groups. And like Ashley said, just me, myself, personally, I up and rooted my whole entire house. I just up and left everything. 
I didn't even look back. I didn't even look once just to say anything. And so somebody might be watching right now in the same situation, wondering what can I do? So, yeah. And we will be here to help you later on to tell you different steps on what you can do. So I have a question. You said that you were married for 20-something years? 20 plus 25 plus years. So did the whole time, did you suffer abuse the whole time? You know what? My first encounter of abuse started at the age of 17. In the marriage? In the, I wasn't married at the time. So I, I should say I was with my domestic partner, 25 plus. We were married 22, around 20, 22. Years or so, it might be 25, 20. We were together a total of like 29 years. Mm -hmm. But I encountered the first one when I was 17 years old. Wow. 17. And I just thought maybe I'm 17. This is normal. This is this is what love looks like, basically. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. And so, yeah, um, at 17, oh, we made up, we went home, we bought me food, you know, just make up this make of this. And I thought that that was normal mm -hmm. for a 17 year old. Mm -hmm. I thought that was normal. I want to chime in and ask a question and, and it's just a question for all of us. Well, I know for me, um, when I was younger, my dad was like in and out of my life. Um, my, I didn't have male figures in my family. Um, I did have male figures in my family, but not, you know, male figures consistently around did that, was that an issue for you guys too? Because normally, you know, if a guy sees that you have a lot of men in your life, then they will, you know, kind of stand back a little bit from hitting or yes. arguing and stuff with you. Did you guys have male figures in your life that would kind of stand in the gap if something was to happen? No, I had a But I was too afraid to tell yeah. someone. Mm -hmm. And I did everything. Yeah. So I think that's what the problem was. You know, just standing and being, you know, behind closed doors, you make everything, you know, when you're in front of everybody, he's a really, you know, nice person, the person, yeah. your domestic partner. So they're like, no, he's not, he's not abusing yeah. because he's funny, he's outgoing yeah. and stuff like that. So I had uncles and then they might be really good with the family members. Yeah. So not him, no. Yeah. The whole family like, so that, that yeah. is kind of my situation. So question, um, when did you find yourself actually being hit or pushed or knocked on the ground? Like, was he in a good mood or did it take for him to get angry? Did he drink? You know? Well, he, it took for him, you know what, he, he, our first, and like really, really about money. It was always finances because he, he was a heavy gambler and, you know, finances, you know, mm -hmm. and then, um, just finances, um, you know, um, whatever factors that he was angry about um, in the streets. Coming home, when he come home, whatever happened in the streets, he would bring it home. You know, if I had a bad day at work, I'm gonna just take it out on the house. You know, so it's just always able to be back after the back of So, yes, ladies. Yeah. Last, yeah. <laughs> Rakita's going to be talking more about that um, honeymoon stage because that's definitely one of the phases is when they begin to buy gifts. But I, I, I love that question that you asked, Ashley, because I think that that's very important about 
was there a male figure involved? Because a lot of times we get into these, not all times, I don't want to overgeneralize, but we get in these type of relationships because we're looking for that. Yeah. We're looking for yeah. that. And we don't know what it, what it looks like to have a positive male figure yeah. in our life. So then we go towards, you know, what we think we deserve. Yeah. Right. Because if daddy wasn't there, if yeah. daddy didn't love me, then this is must, must be what I deserve, right? Yeah. I can right. speak from my situation. My dad was an amazing father, yeah. but he was also, he, he was an amazing father. Let's, you know, my dad was an amazing father. So for my relationship with my ex-husband, which y'all know I don't say I'm divorced, I say I successfully completed some relationship. <laughs> so with the relationship that I successfully completed, um, very much like you were saying, you know, he was a charmer. He was a minister. I even went to my pastor. I went to my pastor and told him what was going on. My pastor had the audacity to say, well, maybe you need to pray more. Maybe you need to be more submissive. Maybe you need to do these things. Um, and I couldn't have, but if I would have went to my daddy and told him what was going on, my daddy would have killed the man. My daddy would have been behind bars. So um, I do think that there's, but I don't want us to overgeneralize and think that it's all girls that have daddy issues. Because sometimes we fall into these situations when we have a father present, yes. when we have a male present. Um, I know, because I don't know if that's the same for you, Rikita, or even for you, because well, your daddy, daddy was <laughs> You're right, right. But it was, even though he was present in the home, and I feel like a lot of my, even my, a lot of my cousins used to be like, well, your dad is in the home. Yeah. That doesn't mean yeah. that yeah. they're in the home. That they're in Talk the home. Talk about that. Yeah. Of course, she's not that absolutely cool, because my Successful, um, successful um, he would always say that that my kids have their father or you know he was in the home so he wasn't a dead beat this that the other but you can be in the home or not in the home you know because that was very emotionally yes and so it was hard so I definitely agree with that like he was in the home but not in the home so yeah yeah, yeah I yeah. touch a little bit on that like I said this is my mom and I witnessed it all, you know, from from a little girl. I really started picking it up, um, you know, uh, when my mom was pregnant with my sister. That's when I really, you know, had my first experience. So it was just, it was always like, oh, let me give you a dollar. Let me give you something, you know, to so that I can be like, oh, this is my dad. And, you know, I know familiar. But as I got older and I started to... You know, I was in blind to the movies. Uh, what's love got to do with it? All that stuff. I was just like, whoa, this is stuff that's happening in my home. Yeah. I was like, no, like, wow. And, I, and I'm like, I, I, I didn't want to be disrespectful. I didn't know how to come to my mom. Like, mom, um, you know, I'm seeing these things that daddy is doing in the home. Uh, are you going to leave? Like, you know, so, you know, as time as time went by, I knew how much it was breaking her down to when she finally got tired of it. And then, you know, that was that. Until fast forward uh, to when I started experiencing with men, I got into my really, I don't know, are we, are we, when I got into my relationship and um, like I said, honeymoon stage, I'm 22, by the way. The man I was dealing with is 30 now. Uh, so it's a big age difference, big gap. Um, nothing wrong with that. Though. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> nothing wrong with that. <laughs> nothing wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. 
lot of women my age that are into uh, that are in a relationship probably with someone older. I be honest, ladies, we tend to you know look at them like he's gonna protect me because mm-hmm. he's older than me. He's gonna protect me. He's not gonna hurt me. He's gonna take care of me. You know, but that was wrong. I let my whole mental health, my physical, into this man's hands. He had the power to say one word. And it'll just completely get me down. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're too fat. Oh, you're eating that double cheeseburger again. You're gonna, you know, you're gonna get fat, or you know that if you get fat, no one's gonna want you, or you know. So it was just it started off little, little by that. It started off little, little by little. Then money got involved. I started to hand out money and things like that, and then it started to progressively get into. Oh, so you're not giving me no money, and you're so not. So he was a manipulator. He yeah. was a manipulator. Yeah, I, I call that the pimp spirit. Yeah, yeah. listen, listen. Right. listen. You know, I just, spirit, spirit of manipulation. Yeah. Listen, yeah. listen, and I, I just want people that are listening to really listen to the parallel. To listen to the parallel, yeah. right? Yeah. We so often we tell our kids, "Do what you just because I said so. Yeah. Do it because." Kids do what they see. Yeah, they do, what they, they, do what they see. So we just by like, I mean, natural, right? If you are a woman that this is happening to, nine times out of ten, yeah. nine it's times out of ten, and you're you're saying it started like yes. it's with uh, money, money, the same thing that your mother was doing. Yeah. Yeah. That that yeah. is so yeah. just. Yeah. You know, something that we really need to pay attention to yeah. because I, I just am a firm believer that we attract these things. Yeah. yeah. We yeah. attract it, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. And I wasn't, I never, I, I knew it. I felt it, but he felt so right. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, maybe he's just older than me. He knows more than me. Yeah. And then, or, or, you know, and then it's like, I can never tell my mom the things that were going on. I can never do that because I felt her. Because she walked out of something that I put myself back into. Wow. I felt like, oh, like this is happening to me. The more and more, the more and more I was like, this is happening. You know, at first we, we think that it's not happening because, we you lie. know, we're blind, yeah. we're in love, and they just, they, they we take minimize it. We yeah. make it like it's smaller than what it is. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they minimize it. And I, I think, um, um, because I want to give Rakita an opportunity yes. to share her yes. story yes. too. But um, there was something that you said, shame. Shame, shame yes. is yes. what keeps us in this cycle. Yes. Because I can't tell nobody. You said it. Yes. You said it. Yes. You said it. Yes. I, I can't tell. And then even when you do try to tell, sometimes they condemn you even more. Yeah. 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 Well, you yeah. still should do that. Yeah. 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 So I want to go back over here to you, and then we're going to move on okay. to... Rikita, okay. I want to know after 20 something years, because that's a long time yeah. to yeah. be involved in a cycle of abuse. Yeah. You know, that's a lot of gifts. <laughs> that's a that's lot, a lot of gifts. So I want to ask you, what did it, what was the final straw? What did it take you to just say, you know what, I'm done? Okay, so everybody, the final, final straw was when my daughter went to school and a teacher saw fear on her face she mm. cried and the teacher you know their mandated report is just so you will know when someone reports domestic violence it's reportable it's reportable just so you guys know she went to school and i was blessed for her to just call and say 
know what, Miss Hubbard? She's she's came to school and she's kind of upset today. She's worried about you. Mm -hmm. That was the key. I said, that's it. I'm leaving. So at that moment, she knew what she was experiencing was affecting her children. Yeah. And a lot of times we be so busy living our life. And it's true, you know, we God did give us our own life. We're learning step by step. Yes. And we don't really want to be held accountable for, you know, what others are seeing. Because, you know, we're like, we're learning too. We're going through, we don't know, you know, yes. this is my life. And I'm trying to be the best I can with my life. But yes. in all actuality, you're not the only one being affected. Your children are being effect affected. And anybody who knows may be being affected. Yes. So we will talk about talk about the effects. So we yes. already know now she decided to leave because her daughter, it was enough for her yes. that her daughter was being affected. Yes. And obviously because her daughter continued on with the cycle in her own. Yes. Yes. Okay. And I want to say before we get to Rakita, that's the exact same thing. The only difference was uh, I was working at a group home, foster youth group home with uh, all boys. And I would take on a lot of their traumas and I would try to help them and do, you know, a lot for them. And uh, one time my daughter, um, I went through so much, like just within that month period of time, like with my um, ex-husband and my daughter literally came to me like in tears and mm -hmm. she was telling me that every day I go to this group home and I would try to, you know, help these kids and not realize that my own kids are traumatized. Wow. That one kid right there, yes. I said, I listened to her, she cried her heart out. And I told them I was leaving, I would be right back. And I went to the um, court building and I sat in the car and I will never forget. I sat in the car and I boo cried. I said, Lord, this is going to be a battle I'm scared to face because mm -hmm. I was with him for 17 years, yeah. married nine years. Mm -hmm. I said, but God, if you get me out of this, I will never, I mean, never. And they say never say never. I mean, never go back. And when I went in there, I'm telling you, God, I was like on some skis <laughs> sliding through this divorce. It was a battle. I went through a lot of, we'll get into that later. It was a battle, but um, my daughter is the one that put a light bulb in my head and said, you are helping everybody else that's trauma and you have six kids in this home that is trauma. And you know what, ladies, mm -hmm. I always say that. I've I, I, I even written about that, you know, because most ministers, I, 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 let me see well, it applies to everyone. <laughs> yeah. Ministry starts at home. Yes. Yes. And I always say, you know, we always out here busy trying to save the world, yes. save the people yes. at the church, yes. save our homegirls, they yes. kids, yes. they they baby yes. holiday, yes. they daddy, everybody. We're always trying to save them, but we forget about the people right under our yes. roof. And I always say that if we can master loving, okay, mm -hmm. and saving the people yes. right under our roof, yes. you guys will be. A piece of cake. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. yeah, so don't forget those who are right under your roof, okay? Right. Because their life may be more, I won't say it's more valuable than yours, but you never know who you have under your roof. Right. Right. You yeah. might have the next king date, right. okay? Yeah. Or the next president yes. under your roof, or whatever, the next yes. activist, or whatever, yes. right under your roof. They have a calling on yes. their lives. And their calling may be more powerful than yours is. Yes. Okay? Right. You may be going through because of who's under your roof. Yes. Right? That's right. how much here. Okay? Yes. We're all called and chosen, but you never know, like I said, who's under your roof. Yes. Okay? Yes. So be aware. Stay woke when it comes to that. And just pay attention, you know? Yes. Y'all, we're supposed to hide it. But, and so it makes you feel like 
being emotional or crying, it's a weakness. Right. And now I'm seeing actually showing your emotions and being honest and transparent is being bold. Yeah. You're actually sharing your truth. And I think even now, because my mind sometimes is still on autopilot, and I still don't always like to show people like my feelings, or I don't always cry. So like a lot of people are like, I've never seen you cry before, but not knowing, I really do spend a lot of time crying. And just because I think when I did show tears in front of my abuser, like it made me feel weak, or it made me feel like, okay, you know, what are you crying for? I didn't want him to see that I was actually being hurt by his words. And I know that Raven, she said like emotional abuse, but honestly, I feel like sometimes emotional abuse is worse. Because you take on all of those words. So whenever the person calls you, you start to believe that, you start to feel it. Like changing into their what they do yeah exactly exactly and so even though all of our stories are different i feel like we still do have some type of Um, you know, for something for me, you asked a really good question, like what helped you to walk away? And for me, it was something as small. And I always think about like, why did that matter so much to me? Uh, Because every time that he would say, I'm sorry, like, please forgive me. It's not going to happen again. I'm going to do this. Uh, Maybe we can go and get counseling. And I wasn't even married. (laughs) (laughs) So just as know being in a boyfriend girlfriend relationship and I held him pretty high yeah and I was really low and so me not knowing my identity in Christ as well I promise you when you were talking identity dropped into my spirit because that's what one of the R is all about it's about being God it's all about identity Knowing who you are and who you are. And I felt like every one of us that experienced it or was the inflictor, the one who actually did the beating, we had an identity crisis. We didn't know who we were and who we belonged to. Otherwise, we would know what love really is because God is love. Okay. So when you know that God is love, learn you form that relationship with God. You begin to learn what love is, right. how to love. Yeah, okay. we gotta stop. We gotta change the narrative of don't put your the black man in jail or whatever. Yeah. Like we have to change that narrative. If someone deserves to be behind yeah. bars, then they and deserve they to, be to be behind bars. And you have to call. You have to advocation start. Advo- a lot of times we can't advocate for ourselves, but sometimes it has to start with yes. ourselves. Yes. And it's making that phone call. It's telling somebody. It's having those paper trails. Like we really have to start advocating for ourselves because we're strong. Like yeah. look at us. We're yeah. standing 
We're standing, we're not standing in our story, as I say, we're standing on our story. And I really want to just thank everyone for sharing a piece of their, I feel like this is a big topic that we have more to share and there will be more opportunities for us to share. But y'all already know, Crystal nor myself, we don't like to leave on like a yes. down note. We want to, yes. so I do want to say this though. Um, after listening to everybody, I have to just will it back in to the father. Yes. Okay. Yes. Because yeah. yeah, in the future to prevent situations like this from happening, I just recommend that you fall in love. Yes. Fall in love with God. Get yes. to know who he is. Okay. Yes. It's just like carrying a baby in your womb for eight, nine months. Yes. Okay. That baby, if it comes to know you, it's like it's connected to you. Yes. When the baby comes out, the baby knows it's sick. It knows your voice. It knows when you're near. It knows when you're it knows when you're far. Okay, so when you spend that time with the father, you begin to know his ways, how he is, what his character is. You begin to learn his scent. Yeah. So when you get into these situations that aren't that are toxic or they're not God. You will know that something off because yeah, you're right. gonna smell off. Right. Yeah. You're gonna be like, this is not the smell of my father. Right. This is not his scent. Okay. And then you're going to run. You're not, yeah, yeah, yeah I ain't yeah. with that. And like then another thing, like she said, she endured a lot of verbal abuse. I've learned that anything, when you get to know the father, you get in your word and you learn who you are according to his yeah. word, anything that comes yeah. that doesn't line up with that word, yeah. you know it ain't God. Because yeah. God's yeah. not going to speak to you like right that. Yeah. That's not my opinion. That's yeah. not who I am. So that's the enemy. That's Satan straight yeah. up. So what do you do? Say, uh, get back. Right. Get you know, out. The Bible says, <laughs> I am carefully on yes. You cast him down. I mean, you can literally tell the Satan to shut up. Yes, okay. Yes, yes. We do have power. We have authority. So shut up. Let that go right over your head because it's not God. Yes. So when you hear those little voices or you looking in the mirror and you seeing, I, I, I am a man. No, no. That's the enemy. That's the enemy. Okay. So to, after tonight, we're going to be praying that you guys stop hiding. Yes. Come from behind the mask. Because yes. even myself, all I'm 43, all the way up into my 40s, yeah. I'm good for smiling. My smile yeah. is one of my greatest assets. I will smile and I will have so much going on. Yeah. I have smiled yes. and I've been broken. Yeah. I have smiled and wasn't sure of my identity. Yeah. Woman, you are, I, I had to walk, woman, you yes, are. I had right. to become the woman yes. that I'm talking about to be able to share with you guys. Yes. And I'm still on that journey. Yes. It's a process. Yes. It's a process. Yes. It's a process. But just know that God doesn't waste anything and everything that we've gone through. We use it. We use it some of it now. So take what you what you go through and what you learn to pull somebody else up out of the gun. Okay. And what I want to say, I'm sorry. What I want to say too. Um, I used to ask myself why, why we died. But I actually want to thank my abuser so much because because of him. I'm sitting here now with my why, my purpose, yes. my boldness, my, you know, my new projects that I'm building. So I felt like, and this may sound crazy, but I felt like every ass kicking that I got, I needed that for my strength to be able to sit here with phenomenal women that so it empowered, it empowered yes. me because I think if I didn't go through this, I wouldn't know how to handle it, or I wouldn't see, I would see abuse at another level. You know, I walked 
that thing. You've turned our trials into treasures. Absolutely. So I also just want to say um, thank you, you know, for that. And even though it still may hurt, her is healed, elevated, and restored. And that's what I'm doing right now. So I appreciate it. Yes. What would you say? Yes. What would you say to the 18, 19, 20 year old? Absolutely. Yes. What are some encouraging parts that you could say to her? I encourage you guys to start with your talents first. Start with things that you love. Start familiarizing yourself with the things that make you happy. And when you do that, you start to connect with people who also share the same things, who also know what it feels like. So what I'm trying to say is make sure you guys start with self-love. Yes. 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 We are becoming women. We are young. We are watching these movies where it's all about love and romance. But I'm telling you guys, self-love is the best love. Yeah. So when you guys have self-love, you'll be able to familiarize what serves your spirit was not most. Even if you know you're doing yeah, you know what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. Even if somebody, yeah, right. Exactly. Even if some of you women are not familiarized with your spirituality right now, you you know, but I would encourage you guys to, like I said, go do things that serves you and you will, like, like she said, you'll start familiarizing yourself with you know, the thing that you want. The things that you want in life. So um, you're strong, ladies. Just because we're young does not mean that we don't know. We know. And you're strong. Just remember that. Yes. That's beautiful. Yes. I just want to share. The the that is yes. that's that. You know what? I'm sitting across from my daughter, and I cannot say yeah. how happy I am in these beautiful yeah. group of ladies. It doesn't matter how old you are. Yes. I feel like I am at my most beautiful stage. Even within my book, 
I talk about like uh, just being able to uh, concentrate and meditate on, you know, the word of God and yeah. even like writing the scriptures out so you can see it. And yeah. so I have like different healthy um, outlets and tools. And for me, creating and being artistic is just something that helps me to thrive. And it's something that helped me to be able to express myself. And so whatever it is that you find yourself, as long as it's the outlet, yeah. uh, find yourself being able to express yourself and being able to process your trauma. So it's okay to go to therapy. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay to yes. say, I'm not okay today and I need right. help. It's okay to cry. It's okay to be able to call someone yes. and just say, okay, yes. I don't know what's going on. You know, I don't know how I'm feeling right now, but I just need someone to talk to. So I uh, just pulled on to thriving and starting where you thought I could end. Yes, therapy. Something she mentioned therapy because not everything needs to be cast out. Yes. Yes. Some yes. things yes. need yes. to be cast yes. out. Yes. So therapy, therapy, therapy. Yes. We have a whole time here. She's a therapist. Yes. Yes. Okay. I currently go to therapy. Okay. I just started six minutes. <laughs> But then when a situation came up, I had to really go in and tell them yeah. word for word what happened, and they prayed to do that. Yeah. Yeah. So find you a good, so find you a good support system, guys. Don't be afraid to get your support system. Yes. You will be amazed yes. who God already yes. has yes. ready for you. Yes. Okay, yes. ready to hear your story, ready to support you, ready to help you. Yes. Okay, it's called a divine appointment, a divine connection. Yes. Yes. talking about her creativity um last week a facebook memory came up where we actually went to options and we painted with it
walk in your purpose. Absolutely. That's what tea time is all about. Yeah. Yes. Now, for the sake of time, I just want to thank all of you ladies. You guys have blessed me. It was my first time hearing your stories. You guys have so I was blessed. I thank Lord. I thank Holy Spirit for meeting us here tonight. I thank all of you. I pray that you guys will feel sleep or you've learned something here tonight that you can take and help somebody else who may be experiencing domestic violence in their lives or whatever the case may be. And um, I just want you guys also to know that these ladies have offered to um to talk to you guys on the low yes, yes, yes. So for the sake of time, instead of them sharing how to contact them, I'm going to get their contact information, and we're going to put the um, contact information on all of our pages yes. and um, in the comments on these videos, okay? Okay. All right. And if you're just tuning in, you do have the option, the opportunity to win a hat, a book, or a free counseling session with Tamika. So to, in order to win, you go in the comments and you put in the key words, the mystery words, and one of them was Harpo, don't beat me. <laughs> and the other one was Sophia, don't beat me. Okay? Because men be popular people and women do too. Yeah. Okay? So if you are one of those people, get in your prayer closet and repent. Yeah. Okay? Let's get it right. Let God minister to you strip those things yes. that are not of him or like him off of you so that you will not be hindered and you will be free to walk in your purpose. Amen. Okay? Amen. Amen. So we love you ladies yes. and until next wow. time. Yes. yes. And from my Tuesday with Tamika Oh yeah, the key word for Tamika is, is uh, silence no more. Silence no more. But from my Tuesday with Tamika family, continue to live a life to inspire and not impress. Continue to lift as you fly. Continue to allow God to heal, elevate, and restore it, and turn those trials into treasures. Yes. Love you. Bye-bye.